We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. Hey, what's up? My name's Grant Kanoki. I'm a singer, songwriter, producer, and artist, and you're listening to Power 98.5. Hey, y'all, it's Lady T coming to you live on Power 98.5 on this fine Saturday afternoon. And I have been so busy, like, I mean, crazy busy. I mean, I told you all last week that school has me doing two modules in six weeks. So pretty much until the end of May, I have double the coursework. I still can't believe they did that. <laughs> anyway, so I'm also updating my website because today is the last day of my introductory prices. So I have to update the prices and... I'm going to be introducing my membership programs next in like maybe the next week or so. So I've already started to show what they will be like. So go on ahead and slide over into my website and check them out so you can get an idea of what it's going to be like. And then, you know, going forward. So looking forward to all that. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little tired, but there is no quit. No quit. Just got to get through these last couple of months of school. But even after that, there still ain't no quit. I think I'll, take a couple weeks off. This is just my mindset at the moment. I think I'm just going to take a couple of weeks off after school before I begin studying for the board exam to become certified. I mean, as much as I want to be done with it all, there's always something to strive for. There's always something to strive towards. Always looking to elevate on all levels. And speaking of elevation and taking things to the next level, I'm thrilled to host another special guest on the show. Some of the things I appreciate most about this guy is his drive, passion for his music, his art, and I can absolutely tell that he strives to be the best. Nick Severe, thank you so much for coming on the show today. How are you doing? I'm great. I appreciate you having me. Thank you. Thank been you. Thank you. It. What was that? I said I've been looking forward to it all week. I know. It's been, it's gonna, it's like, I'm just like super excited to just, ha- it's, by the way, is it sunny and rainy at the same time where you're at too? Because normally the you weather is kind of similar. I'll tell you what it's like right now. Um, it's windy, and uh-huh. it's probably 69, 70. Sure. And it's, po- it's pollen everywhere. It sounds good, but I don't know if you get allergies. Oh, I get them. That, yeah, you got me on the pollen. <laughs> yeah, I get, them, I get them here and there. They used to be way worse, but, yeah, it's, it's a nice day. I, you know, take a walk, grab a coffee, you know, get some light cardio in. It's, it, it is nice out, but if you suffer from allergies, it's – it's, you're going to want to get some meds in you or I just took off the cold mask, the, the, the blue, the blue cold Zorro mask for allergies. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? Yeah, I've seen it. So yeah, I had to do that just to get, so I don't sound like I have a stuffed up nose and it was, it was bad for maybe 30, 40 minutes. So, but yeah, overall it's, it's beautiful out here. I mean, that's why, that's why I live here. That's why we pay so much. It's, you rarely get a, you know, really bad day weather wise. Oh, Okay. Okay. Yeah. Unlike where I live, where it'd be overcasted all the time for like four months yeah. straight. Yeah, <laughs> and even I if like, it do I be like sunny, it's, still, it's like 20 degrees. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm always hot, yeah. so I don't, I don't mind the cooler weather at all. 
I'm the exact opposite. We need to switch places. We hey, move your stuff out. I'll move mine out. Let's, let's switch. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> you know, well, my was, daughter is going to be going to school out there, like in the Napa oh, Valley there you area. Go. So you'll be yeah, visiting. So, yeah. Oh, I was already visiting. I have family out in the East Bay. You. That's right. That's right. You, you know about the Bay. Yeah, I do. I do. So that's why whenever people be like, oh, yeah, I'm from the uh, Vallejo or something like that, you know, and they'd be trying to describe where it is. I'm like, uh, um, I, I, I know where I know where Vallejo right, is. It's, right, and you don't right, have to keep describing it. Oh, yeah, I'm from the um, San Mateo area. Oh, yeah. Right, it's like right, right. And I'm sitting over here like, I, I know where it is. But, to, you know, to be fair, though, the only reason why I know where San Mateo is because my nephew went to school there. There you go. I was just going to say. I would have mo- never known it's over in a, it's like the South Bay-ish. Right, right. A lot of people don't. I I just had coffee this morning with someone from Maryland, and it's just a whole new world out here Mm -hmm. for them. So (laughs) they had no. There's where's that? What's this? Where do I get a pizza? What's a good sandwich? And so yeah, Yeah, that that was actually. I was mentioning that earlier. Actually, I was walking around. Where are the outlet malls? I I always go to Vacaville for that one. Oh yeah, those are good. There's there's a there's a a, uh, what what do you call? There's a restoration hardware out there. Mm-hmm. Where they have really nice, you know, furniture, stuff like that. I, I like to keep mm-hmm. the condo nice and clean and looking good. Mm-hmm. I'm big into art, and obviously, and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. pop in there from time to time. Okay. But yeah, okay. Bay Area. Yeah, 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 area. Oh, wait, that's E40. Yeah, um, that's E40. Also from Vallejo. Yeah, yeah. So for those that don't know, tell them a little bit about yourself. I mean, it's quite obvious you're from the Bay Area. Um, but yeah. let's, you know, talk about yourself. Like, how did you get started with music? So my name's Nick Severe. I'm a rap artist out of the Bay Area. I was born and raised in Vallejo, California. Um, pretty much how it all started for me when I was a really young kid, probably, I don't know, third grade, third, fourth, fifth grade. My favorite subject always was English and just being able to write I think they called it creative writing or free story. I don't remember what they called it, but basically, yeah, just they, yeah. you know, them giving you the ability like, hey, I'm uh, not telling you, you know, they're not really giving you an assignment or saying, hey, it's free write day. And and I remember I was just good at that. And I, I liked it, you know, it just kind of took me away from the world for a second. And I would just start writing, you know, John was a young man who grew up in the mountains and I would just make up a story and just go and go and go. And that kind of turned into poetry. Um, and then when it really hit like music wise, I had a friend in the, we were, I think we we're in the seventh grade and his mom was never home and he had a basement and he had turntables, which mm. back then is like, not everyone had that. They, they might've had one, but this guy had two speakers, a bunch of records, the whole, the whole nine. So we became buddies and I would go over there and I just kind of naturally had it, you know, and he would just kind of watch me mix records and, He's like, man, we should, we should do this every day after school. So we started doing that. And the, the B side of the record would have the instrumental. So I've, I had such a good memory. You know, I was already in love with hip hop. So whoever I was a fan of, you know, lyric wise, I just knew the entire song like it was my song. So I said, hey, let me let me use this mic. So we started to record me kind of like a karaoke. I would rap my favorite rappers rap songs over their instrumental and one day I brought it to my dad and he put, pl- and I played it for my dad. He said, Oh, he's all, that's cool. But, uh, why are you saying their words? Hmm. So then I kind of felt stupid because you know, that's my dad. The, the, the guy I look up to him, like, that's a good quote. You know what? And it just kind of started that night. And then I just started writing my own songs and 
that's pretty much how it took off. And now I have a whole bunch of songs and all mm-hmm. kind of stuff going on. But yeah, it's just been always been a big passion, big love of mine. And it's just something that I knew at an early age, like, this is what I want to do. This is what I love doing. And it's just for those that do it, you know, whether it's a guitar player, a DJ, a piano player, a bass player, a rapper, a producer, and whatever it is, that feeling that you get, you know, I tell people all the time, like, it's kind of hard to explain. You don't really feel it, you know, unless you you have to kind of do it. You know, it's it's hard to explain whether it's you're a gardener or you're a, you know, event planner or just, you know, that thing that you just, it's just your thing, you know? You're calling? Yeah. You could say that. You're calling. Mm-hmm. Your passion. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I think um, kind of showed your age a little. I actually don't really know how old you are. But when you said creative writing back in the third grade, I was just like, they don't do that anymore. Yeah. I know they did that um, for us when we was in elementary school. They were like, create a short little creative story or something like that. Right, I know for right. a fact that they don't do that anymore. Really? So See, that's unfortunate. Like, yeah, that is very unfortunate because it was a it was a time for you to just be so creative and just make right. up some rainbows story or right. something like that. Oh, right. Now it's probably on an iPad name. now. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> all digital. Was looking for its family. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, those days are over. <laughs> <laughs> Tony found his family and they're on Instagram. <laughs> so, yeah, that, yeah, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I forgot we did that. Like, so right, I get the right. sense along with your music that you're more of an old school person. Am I sensing well, that right? Because I, I noticed well, I mean, like the Sean Kemp jersey and the Pac-Man game. Yeah, I mean, you could say that. I'm just I just enjoy you know, genuine talent, whether it's, whether it's rap or any genre, whether it's a, you know, a a portrait on the wall or it's, it's a sitcom or it's, you know, anything. I just, I I really have a, um, I mean, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of under, I'm I'm constantly underwhelmed. You know, I hear someone does something I kind of already expect, like, this is going to be okay. You know? And when I really hear like true talent, like you you can kind of tell, you could say old school. You could say that. I think it's more so, you know, tr- I, the true form of just a real artist. You can tell when someone cares about it. Like, okay, this guy or girl, they put time into this. You know, this wasn't just mm-hmm. let's get a camera and do something. Like this was this was planned out. This wardrobe was purchased. This set was booked. This, you know, like you can just tell like this person really really cares about what they're doing and what the outcome is like yeah you could leave you probably you know like myself i'm my hardest you know i'm I'm my toughest critic things that the general public or you know someone viewing it may not even notice i notice it might be something that's a a second long and hey we that's gotta we need to fix that this needs to be the absolute bet you know like they just care about it so i'm i'm kind of Maybe that is old school. It seems like that kind of is old school. I mean, I'm not to say you can't whip the something true form up of and it can, yeah, right, right. You, you can still whip something up fast, and it could be quality and great. I'm not saying that can't happen, but for me personally, like I'm not into. There, there, there comes a point for me, at least for me as an artist, whether it's writing a hook or writing a verse, you you get to a point. You know, I've been in the studio with producers where it's like, okay, you know what, this is just not it for today. We're we're gonna leave this here. And we'll revisit it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't ever want to force music. 
we could fill it in and finish it, but it's just not going to be, you know, it's, that's this, this isn't it. You got to know when it's, you got to know when it's not it just as much as you know, when it, when it is. I just missed the form of hip hop where people were actually telling a story. Right. Um, right. Cause that's what hip hop used to always be. It was always like the news from the hood or something. Right. Right. Or like, you know, I just, I just missed that form of hip hop because right, yeah, that was they what would take real you there. true hip hop was. And, right, we, and me right. and the, my peer people, you know, we talk about it all the time where right, a right. lot of the hip hop today really isn't true hip hop. And, right. you know, they're doing a bunch of rhymes and stuff like that. And that's cool. But they're talking about stuff that they don't really experience. I'm all getting shot up. I'm like, you never even so much has been in a fight. You know, I'm like, what yeah, are you doing? Yeah. Like, no yeah. disrespect to those who are, and I'm not throwing salt or shade or anything like that. I'm just, you know, just be yourself. I'm, I'm giving constructive criticism. Yeah. You know, just, yeah, just be yourself. But I think that's the problem is that a lot of people aren't really, you know, but here's my question uh, to the hip hop community. Why are we only rapping about gold chains and hoes? I, I don't get it. Like what happened to, you know, I was just bumping the brat actually. Oh, and, wow. I used to love the brat. Yeah. I was bumping for all y'all. And I was yeah. like, what happened to this? Well, if you're asking me, it went from having fun to, you know, being tough. And, you know, like you it said, used being to be about having fun, you can be have right. fun and be tough at the same time. Right. And, and I don't think all of it is like that now. I mean, I was just having this conversation the other night in the studio. It's like, depending on where you're at and your journey with music or your taste, you know, et cetera, there's a lot of, you know, people that would be considered older, you know, mid thirties, older thirties, early forties, wherever mm -hmm. they're at. And they mm -hmm. kind of look down on the newer generation or they don't really accept it, you know, kind of, you know, to piggyback what you're saying, why is it gold chains and, and big butts and women and weed and I'll take your girl and, you know, stuff like that. It's mm -hmm. like, that's not all of it, but, a lot of these older, a lot of these older guys, you know, you need to embrace it. You need to, you need to, you know, adapt or, or you're it's just, you're, you're stuck. Coming from the consumer who is, I'm 38, coming from right. a consumer that is at that age bracket, where we're coming from is it gets redundant. That's the problem. Right. I so agree. it's not necessarily that we're not necessarily, it's not we're that we're in not embracing it. It's just that they're all telling the same story. Right. Over and over and over I, with the same beat. So it gets redundant yeah. and gets very old right. very, very quickly. So that's right. that's where we're coming from. We don't mind that type of music. But if every one of you is saying the same thing with the same hook and the same beat. Right. I mean, because, you know. We grew up in a, um, oh, and this is another thing. We grew up in a generation where that was considered biting. And a lot of the, the sound and the hook and the music is being bit. And, and we don't, right. you know, and, and there's no credit to it. So right. when I was bumping, um, oh, my God, her name just eluded me. She's, uh, she rapped Party Ain't a Party. Oh, my God. Queen Pin. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so she bit that thank you <laughs> well, i got she you bit the um the, the the sound came from mc hammer 
And, right, right. you know, everybody knows that that's where the hook came from. Like we always like Steve, uh, Stevie Wonder's uh, music was always being, you know, sampled and stuff like that. There's always going right. to be samples, but no one's giving each other credit, you know, for the sound, you know. Right, right. And, but now everybody is doing the same sound. And see, back then, every, you, you knew who was rapping just when the song came on. You didn't even have right, to introduce, right, you know, right. oh, this is Biz Marquee. You didn't have to do that. You know, we it's almost was, oh, like that's Marky. It's almost like back then it's flip flop. Back then it was absolutely not cool to sound like the next guy. It was and now totally it's kind of a one eighty cool. where a lot of them, a lot of the artists, rap artists sound the same to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you almost you yeah, almost would get be beat up for that. Beefs. Yeah, b- biting yeah, wasn't wasn't it? Back yeah, then for sounding one another. Right, um, I believe right. Ja Rule was it, it beefing with DMX because he was trying to sound like DMX. And trying to look like him. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, ja, hey, Ja Rule, put a shirt on. <laughs> That's DMX's thing. <laughs> and you're bald with the bandana. Like, come on, man. I know what you mean. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So I mean, that's, that, that's where it, it is what it is. Coming from. It, to, to your point of that, I purposely, I mean, I, I don't really have to try, but my whole goal is part of my goal is musically. I don't want to. I I I don't sound anything like that. That's not no, a, you know. You don't I, that's sound not like who I am. That. Like that's not right. what I you know. I'm not into that. But that's just my taste personally. Do I enjoy some of it? Absolutely. I enjoy a lot of it. But it's just not back to be yourself. You know. I'm yeah, not a murderer. That's, that's I'm not a. Exactly. I'm not a thug. I'm not you know, out on the town every night getting drunk and smoking. I'm, that's just, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm talking about what I'm into and what I do and the, you know, the way I dress and what I, how I talk. And I said, I'm just me, you know, it's just, but to be honest with you, a lot of people struggle with that or they don't want you to know who they really are or they think but, but why this not? sells or that sells or, I mean, you, not that you'd be surprised, but there's so many people. I, I, told I guess a, a that's, friend that would be a question that we all will never know. Right, right. I, I told a friend of mine the other day, I said, you know what, man? Everyone tells you how to do it. They never did it. And that's an yeah, old Jay-Z I, I know, line. That's he, like, he, let me be quiet because I don't do right, nothing. Right, right. <laughs> Jay-Z has a line where he says, everybody tell you how to do it. They never did it. Like, I'm not <laughs> listening to you unless you've done it and you were successful at it multiple times. Like you be so many. Oh man, you know um, you see that trending video. You should rap and take your shirt off and dress up like that guy. Like I'm not doing that. Or or I can just keep making great music. What mm-hmm. worked for them may not work for me, and I just don't. It, to me, that's corny. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to you know get fame or eat or get streams off of what someone else did. Like I want you're gonna be into me just because I'm just because I'm dope. And, yeah. And, that, and you know, and that's that. Like. And that will work. So, yeah, I hear you. That, that, all that, that biting yeah. and sounding this. I have a song called Sound um, the Same where, where I mentioned they, yeah, they, that, all, these all, they sound the same to me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. I yeah. agree with you. <laughs> Shout out to Queen yeah, Pen and the yeah, Brad. So we, we just got off into a whole nother, you know, uh, tangent already. Yeah, and we, were, we definitely yeah, we, did. Yeah, no, that that was just something that, you know, has been on my mind for a while that right, uh, I just kind of right. wonder, you know, why in the world did we get here? But, you know, they do what sells. And I'm like, hey, listen, right. Um, right. I don't it's have to business. listen to it. So right. I'm not going to sit over right. here and complain about it. I'll just go on ahead and keep 
I'll just bump when I bump. That's it. Hey, just it, it on, like, you know? I was just going to say, as long as you can still listen to the brat and queen pin and whoever you want, it's still there. My little DMX, you know, I'm just going ahead and keep, you know, there's, there's some, you know, music these days that are, that is good, but you know, I'm always looking for raw talent such as yourself, you know, where, you know, they're, I don't want to say under the radar, but needs to be more mainstream. Because I'm like, there are a lot of people such as myself that strive for, you know, music such as yours. Right. Yeah, we thank want, you. I we appreciate want your that. Music. Right, right. And so, we want to give it to you. Yeah. So keep coming. Keep it coming. Oh, so I, I want to ask you this. Uh, yes. You, st- you started as, off as a DJ. When did you do your first DJ g- uh, gig? Slick, Slick Nick? Uh, DJ Slick. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you watch? Did you see the documentary? I did. I did. So he, it was only he like kinda, a few seconds, though. I didn't see the whole thing. So that guy, So that's my buddy Carlos. I met him same, around the same time, uh, you know, seventh, sixth, seventh grade. And he had, he had turntables as well. So I, it's kind of a similar story. I would go over there, you know, kind of do the same thing. And we did a gig together uh, in junior high. We did one of the dances. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of when it kicked that off. I don't want to give too many details about that and show my age again, but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I started doing that, and my government teacher was the basketball coach. So then he hired me on to start DJing the basketball games. Then we had a rally and we had a DJ battle, and it was me against like it was just me by myself against like a crew of guys, and they had more of an East Coast. I, again, this is in a, this is at mm-hmm. Vallejo High School, it's at yep. Hogan High School. This is Bay Area big Bay area. So these guys were more on the East coast vibe. They're, you know, they're scratching with their elbows and and they're trying Mm. to show how awesome they are with their DJ skills. And at the time I was in a record pool with one of the radio stations out here. So I would get all the new records, like, you know, kind of how LA gets stuff earlier. I would get them, you know, three weeks, a month before they hit the radio out here. So no one really heard them out here. So I had everything current. So in my mind, my game plan was, okay, these, no one cares about this elbow scratching and all, you know, how you're super crazy good with doing all that. This, this isn't that type of battle competition. This is to gain the crowd for rallies. So I just mixed four or five songs that were just super hot at the time and the crowd went crazy. I won that. So then I started DJing every high school rally, every high school basketball game, you know, clubs and bars around the area. And there's just kind of weddings and it just, you know, it just kind of went from there. house parties for me personally. It's more of a, like weddings are cool. It's good money and it's good networking, but the joy of it all is, is a house party or like mm-hmm. a smaller bar or a club where you're controlling the crowd and you turn the music off for a second and they just yell the lyrics. Like there's nothing funner than that to me. So that I was doing a lot of that and that was, you know, those were, those are great times. And then it just the the, the rapping just kind of took over, and it just, I just went into full artist mode. Yeah, when did you make that transition from DJing to rocking the mic? Well, like I said, I started doing the karaoke thing, and I recorded my first song, solo song, in high school senior year. A friend of mine helped me out with that, and it just kind of went from there. So the DJing, I was doing both for a while, but maybe after. I probably did the DJ thing like maybe 10 years. So I was doing weddings, bars, clubs, house parties. 
And then I fully just said, you know, I'm going to, you know, put more time and effort into the music. And that's when I started making records, making albums, you know, starting to shoot music videos and just kind of full throttle. So it just was, it was a smooth transition. I just started to enjoy that more. May, and possibly so have something so to do with the music. Anymore? Not really. I can, but not really. Hardly ever. Okay. I have a home, I have a home studio here, so I, I record here. I have a couple other, uh, you know, local studios that I go to. So it's, it's mainly that. Mm hmm. Okay. I got to ask you, because when I want to, I'm going to ask you this question, but I got to be honest. This is like a really difficult question. What local artist besides yourself do you love listening to the most? Hmm. That's a good, there's a few of them. There's a so, few. But, I but they like, have oh, to be gosh. local. They have to be local. Yes. Like Local. Bay Area. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I had to I mean, pick we'll, one, the next question is, uh, is extending out, you know. But local. And this is any any genre. Any genre. I'd probably have to say C.J. Washington. He's from Sacramento. Say that again. Which he's from Sacramento. C.J. Uh, C.J. Washington. CJ Washington, incredible artist, incredible. We have uh, we have a few mm -hmm. songs together, but that's that's who I find myself locally listening to as far as playlists and like what I what I what has replay value to me and what I continue to to listen to. And he's just a super cool guy. He's just like effortlessly effortlessly talented and back to the whole thing of loving loving it and you and and doing it for the love and you could see the passion in, in this guy like he's he's incredible so yeah i'd pick cj washington easy mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i like honestly, to ask these questions because sometimes there are musicians and artists out there that don't get the play that they deserve right so sometimes right. it's best to get the local talent through right. word of mouth yeah. Right. Yeah. So exactly. in some ways, it's it's putting it out there. You know what I mean? Yes. So everyone hearing this right now, look up C.J. Washington. Go stream his music, watch his music videos. He's incredible. Mm-hmm. And C.J. Washington, let me know if you want to come on the show. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Get him on. Hey, well, let's all win. That's the motto. No, for real. What genre does he do? Uh, uh, do? He plays guitar yeah, and he sings. Does he do hip hop as well? He'll do he'll do oh. a lot of uh so is he, he'll do like he'll do um he'll do hooks and choruses. So is he more like for, an Eric for, Clapton or something? No, nah, he kinda to me he has his own sound. I mean he, this guy can just do it all. And and, mm -hmm. and not to toot my own horn, that's kinda how I feel about myself. It's like it's it's a good and bad thing because there's not like a there's not necessarily a sound. It's like to your point of the old school stuff, it's like if you're listening to Nas or Jay Z or or whoever you don't know what they're going to say. You don't know the cadence mm -hmm. of the flow. You don't know which way they're going to go. You just know they're going to be dope. Mm -hmm. Like this guy's super talented. How's he going to approach this beat? It's not like, you know, other artists where they just have that sound and it sounds very, very similar, you know, all the time. So I wouldn't really right. be able to put him in a box, but okay. check him out. You definitely won't be disappointed. He's, he's dope. CJ, call me. Anyway. But yeah, that's the reason why it's like, no, you know, I love to ask that question. And, you know, I don't want to like mention other artists on the show and other people's presence. But this is the reason right. why I appreciate Mr. Fab so much, because he has the type of sound 
that I'm just like, I don't know what he's going to say, but he comes up with a different sound every single time. Right, so, right. He does. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely a good example of that. To be mm-hmm. honest with to be honest with you, I listen to a lot of what I'm creating and, and you know, or or beats, you know, I'm just constantly writing or I'll get a new beat pack and, and vibe off that. So mm-hmm. I, and, and honestly, I don't rap. Sometimes it's over. It's overwhelming. Like, I don't really just listen to back to back to back to back to back rap. You know, mm-hmm. throughout my day, it might go to R&B, it might go to 80s rock, it might go to, you know, those are kind of my influences. It might go to Marvin Gaye, it might go to Journey, you know, it might go, to, I'm not huge on Eric Clapton, so it probably won't go to him, but no, it's, no, no. it's was, all over just, the place, you know? I just thought he was, he was a singer and he played the guitar and stuff like that. That's, that's yeah. why he came to mind. Yeah, I'll, I'll send yeah, you some of his great, stuff. Yeah, but the great artists did that, like Snoop Dogg would always, you know, l- listen to classic music classical music or something right right they're a fan of of, of great artists regarding not just rap and you can hear I mean, it in the music you can hear it in the music that's the reason why when people like when en vogue came out with free your mind people were like oh my god this is so rock like um, we're right. like this isn't new to us we've we've been doing rock since the 50s what are you talking right, about right en vogue also bay area i used yeah. to help i so, used to help yeah, don robinson just, at at&t like in oakland artists. she's super cool I said I used to help Don Robinson from En Vogue at the AT&T store back in the day when I worked there in Oakland. She was super cool. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Love En Vogue. That's- I need to throw that in my playlist. I, I, that's a, I never think of that group. Ooh, En Vogue, their harmonies. Anyway. Yeah. Incredible. But right. the beat, the go with the dance and. Right, right. The intro with no music all at stuff, all, Donna. just then. The reason why she's my favorite is because of her. Let me not. <laughs> let me not. <laughs> hit it, hit it. Let's hear it. <laughs> I, I, they would put me to shame. Yeah, I, they're, somebody they're was good. just like, "Oh, go ahead and karaoke." Say, I'm like, no, no. <laughs> Don't ask me to karaoke Janet Jackson, Beyonce, right. Mariah Carey, or anybody with powerful vocals. I, I, I right, no. right, no. right. So. But yeah, do you have any like, you know, upcoming shows or performances that you want to promote? I don't have any shows booked right now, um, mm-hmm. but I I put a new song out on the seventh of every month. I just shot a new music video that's will be ready in the next few days, so that'll come out. I have a bunch of new merch on my mm-hmm. website. Yeah. So yeah, I have, I have a lot of that going what, what on. What kind of what kind of merchandise are you talking about? Clothing, jewelry. Yeah, I've I've clothing. I have hoodies, t-shirts, Please. iPhone cases, beanies. I've I have real ones only one piece uh, swimsuits that are selling pretty well for the ladies. You should definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. I'll send you mm-hmm. one of those. Mm-hmm. But yeah, real, real, real ones only is you know it's kind of my mantra. Like that's that's my thing. That's aside from music, just life in general. Like I, I, you know, I like to deal with authentic people and in every aspect. So mm-hmm. that's a lot of the merch. There's the real ones only. There's real ones versus everybody. There's a shirt that says it ain't rocket science. There's there's a bunch of stuff on there. I'm, I'm just constantly adding new merch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. What is your biggest challenge that you have faced as a hip hop artist? I think we've already went through it, but I want to know, like, what's the biggest challenge? I would say my reach. Mm-hmm. To me, the biggest challenge like is like my reaching nationally. Like, right, right. Just to reach more people and get more streams and and more views and 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 organically you know not not paying for yeah yeah a bot or a fake promotion or something that's going to collapse your page or you know Mm -hmm. it's just just my reach i would say that's the biggest challenge so you know i've talked to countless amounts of 
you know, media people and marketing people and business owners. And, you know, these conversations happen all the time because we're all kind of in the same game trying to figure out, you know, how do you break through? Well, you know, what are you doing? What, what are you trying? Like, what what route are you going? And, you know, because all of that stuff, it, it's, it can only go so far to where it's like, Word of mouth and, and being out is, is, you know, that'll never die down. Like the digital stuff, obviously, you know, the content. So I would definitely say that's the biggest challenge. And to, you know, to tackle that, I've just been putting out more content, more content, whether I'm out, you know, near the water, I just do a verse, put it out as a reel, shoot more music videos, talk about mm -hmm. stuff outside of music. Yeah. No, that so is I, so I, was, I would say my reach and my face in that camera more talking about what I'm into aside from music. You know, I think it's more now so, or it's now more so, I should say, who you are as a person. It's not even your music. They want to know, oh, is this guy handsome? Is this guy cool? Does he know how to dress? Does he have a sense of humor? What kind of girls does he date? Is he single? Does he have a wife? Does he have a kid? Where did he grow up? What is his favorite shoes? Does he like Chinese food? Does he like comedy or horror movies? Like, they want to know what other passions do you have? Who are you? Can they relate to you? Are you, you know, are you charismatic? Are you know, so I think that, you know, helps a lot. Mm -hmm. Advice taken. Cause that, that is so real because, you know, a lot of people would look at my Instagram and they would just be like a few followers, whatever it is. You're, you're not really popular. I'm right. like, well, that's because I'm not sitting over here doing that follow to unfollow, you know, or, you know, I'm not sitting over right, here, right. you know, buying bots and stuff like that because the one thing i understand about you know things like instagram and stuff is that um a lot of it is not organic so I, i've had a friend of mine good friend of mine um and i did go on his show and he said that he asked somebody to come onto a show and they literally declined him because he didn't have enough followers oh wow i believe it yeah and i was like Dude, you don't have any no rinky dink amount of followers. You have like five thousand followers, and I think at the right, time right. you only had like one or two thousand at the time. Still, so right? My like, nah, man, you don't have enough followers. What? <laughs> yeah, you know so, what? I definitely Quick, understand that because part of me wants to be like, you know, be like, I need more following. But then I was like, no, 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 I want to grow my following organically in the right way. Yeah, I remember I talk, I was talking to a producer buddy of mine, this was probably 10 years ago, and this guy had like 250 followers, 300 followers, and mm -hmm. someone kind of mentioned that to, to, you know, to piggyback off, off what you're saying, and he said, check this out, look at this show he just did, and this guy's like selling out shows right. every weekend, but he doesn't have that many followers. There so you, you never really know, it doesn't really necessarily correlate, but yeah, that that's definitely looked at you know, as a thing, like, oh, I'm not taking this person serious. They have yeah, so 900 a lot of followers. Do, yeah, which is dumb. I'm No disrespect, but people have got to understand that even though I may only have like, say, 200 followers here, 2,000 followers there, a few subscribers here, the amount of views that I get on my reels or on LinkedIn or my YouTube or whatever it is, the amount of views and the amount of true you know in, in what interactions they call it right is way higher than you know i may only have like say 150 followers i don't know how many followers i have i know it's under 200 but i still get 10,000 views so you never know when something goes viral that like that's 
that a lot of people need to understand that. So when people are like, you know, oh, you know, you only have like 300 followers and that doesn't mean right. anything. y'all. I mean, I just wanted to. And then in terms of what you said about, you know, putting your face in the camera, I struggle with that. I'm not going to front. Right. Because right. I you, like for it to be just about my content. So I felt you right. every bit of what, uh, you, hey, you grow plants, you're about your vegan food, plant-based, whatever, but we want to see you. And I'm just like, no, you don't. Right. <laughs> oh, yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> no, I know. At first I was like, uh-uh. And, and you know you know what it is? It's You know why? It's it's not natural to you. Just like it's, yeah, no, I, 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 don't I had a meeting. I wanted to be about me bean plants. <laughs> right, but hey, sorry, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but that's not going to work. You need to get okay. that face out there. I okay, and I started doing that about a month ago. I was like, fine, right, fine. right. I, I that's why you started seeing me posting my plates, but then also have my face in it. Right, um, yeah, they, they want to see you whipping it up. Yeah. Oh, and and then here's another thing. Here's another thing. Um, I think another reason why people want to see your face is because when I started showing myself, like whether, whether it's live or videos, whatever it is, you know, doing my plants or cooking the food, people are like, oh, you really do that? I'm like, nah, I've just been posting other people's content the whole time. Yeah, I, right. I garden. Yeah, I actually cook this food. What do you mean? Hey, right. <laughs> you know what they say. If it's not on video, it never happened. Right. But then, yeah. And then it thought, uh, the thought occurred to me after that people do steal other people's content. So it actually right, makes right. sense for you to be in the actual video doing it or in the photo. Right. Uh, so that way it's like confirmation. Oh, she really does make the cake. Oh, she really right. does. Make, right. You know, vegan right. Foods. And you so, know what else yeah. they want to they also want they want to see you outside of the kitchen. Like with me, for example, it could be a CVS visit. If you can mm -hmm. make it charming and funny and entertaining, it doesn't have to be lengthy. They just want to see like, oh, man, I always I, I feel him when mm -hmm. I go to CVS. It does that same thing to me. I, I like this guy, you know, like they want to be mm -hmm. able to relate to things like that. Then they're going to get into your music or in your case, your your cooking and your plants and whatever it is someone's doing, whether they're, you know, trimming trees or detailing trucks or whatever it is they want to they want to see the it's almost a 180 just like we said about the music it's almost a 180 now to where you didn't even know what the owner looked like now the owner mm -hmm. has to put a cowboy hat on and a suit and be charismatic and funny or comical you know you you, you see the faces now it's mm -hmm. it's not like it was <laughs> you have to do it so yeah, that exactly. was an extremely I have to long do it. tangent. I'm just like, it, it just takes so much effort. <laughs> but I, right. I do understand what you're saying. Like, I went into a trip to Farmer's Market, and I was like, I had to remember to pick up the camera and be like, okay, I'm supposed to actually document the day at the Farmer's right, Market. Right, right. You know? So I had to physically be like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm supposed to not just enjoy my experience, but and then also you have to share go other home people and... with my experience. Or when I was in Atlanta, right. I was in that Chattanooga, whatever it was. And I was at the food court and I was like, oh, man, this is what it's like over here. Oh, here's some vegan chocolate chip cookies. Oh, oh I went to uh, wherever it was uh, that I went to. This is where I got some food at, you know. And so I have to remember to do that. So, yeah, that is right. true. Right. Um, it's, a, it's almost a second job, but it's a must. You get used to it. And then when I did my um, video, I think it was the orange stir or orange tofu stir fry someone commented on the youtube my um youtube video and she was like we want to hear you right i almost wanted to be like no you don't <laughs> but then the very next video i did uh i think it was 
uh, tofu fried rice, I figured out a way because I'm not really a tech person either. That's uh, that that was the struggle that I had is that I'm learning how to be more tech savvy. And so I was like, okay. So the very beginning, I was like, hi, my name is Torelia, and I'm going to be doing uh, fried rice or whatever it was. And then it went to the music. I was like, okay, I'm getting better at this. Somebody wants to hear my voice. They don't want to just hear me or just see me. They want to hear my voice. Right, right. They want the whole package. No, go listen to my radio show. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I agree. Run these views up. <laughs> no, but anyway, sorry. But yeah, that I felt every single bit of what you said because you know, um, eventually this show will is just it's just audio for now. But eventually the show will be visual and audio. Nice. I'm just not ready yet. <laughs> hey, it'll keep will, me it posted. Will. Hey, I'm ready. Whenever you're ready, round two, all video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I'll make sure I get a lint brush and get all the lint off my black tea. Man, <laughs> making sure my daughter doesn't walk behind me. Yeah. Close the door and put on air recording now. Do not enter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So and then you know what? Mom. <laughs> And then you know what they're going to want to see? How does Lady T get ready for video? They're going to want to see your makeup artist. They're going to want to see outfits that you had to choose from. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's a good good idea to do that. They want to see all that to, to the point of what we were just saying. Same with me. How does yeah. Nick Severe get ready for this video interview? They want all that BTS. <sighs> Fine. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, y'all. <laughs> 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 Little Coming did they know soon. that in the beginning of all of this, I was actually in my house clothes. <laughs> there you go. Hey, am now, I, am, hey, am I, hey, am I shirtless right now? Absolutely. <laughs> or I could just be having a professional shirt and nothing under, like, I'm, yeah. like I'm just in shorts or something. So hey, you never know. Like, yeah, yeah, but you know, it, it, one of these days, yeah, definitely, we'll have it visual. I mean. It, I, I just think that for now, I just want to get better at being on the radio. Right. Yeah. Use the so. three, two, one rule. What's you know the three, what two, one? No. So you can use it whether it's going to the gym, laundry, anything. You're just like, I'm not really feeling that right now. You just go three, two, one and do it. I have. Okay. So I've been doing that without knowing that's the rule. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it I was works. Just like, Man, I'm not really feeling this right now. Yeah, it work. It definitely works. I mean, we all we have those moments. We're all human, you know. Like I said, it could be something as small as laundry. I'll mm -hmm. be like, right now, I'm relaxing. It's a nice day out. My allergies are gone, and I need to do laundry. But if hey, three, two, one, get up and do it. Mm -hmm. Or instead of or or you lay on your bed and watch a movie, or you know, waste time. So mm -hmm. little little quirks and friendly reminders. Or sometimes just, you know, okay, that orange, the not orange, the, the tofu fried rice, I actually had no plans to do that video. No plans. So as I was like starting it, I had already cut up the onions or whatever it was. And that's why I was like, wait a minute, I could do a video on this. Exactly. You know, so just about every time I make something, I'm like, wait a minute, I could do a video on this. Or if mm -hmm. I'm out in the garden, wait a minute, I could do a video on this. So you could do a just, video on anything. Yeah. It's just a matter of reminding myself because I just be in, I just be present and in the moment. Right, just, right. You know, right. I'd be like, wait a minute, I could do a video on this. <laughs> so, um, but I, I, I just, you know, I don't know. I just don't want to be that person that 
hey, I'm in the car. <laughs> right, um, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, skip that one. <laughs> I know like, what I'm you mean. So, check my mail in the mailbox. I'm like, what? But you know, but what you do is you—that's just a few seconds of the video. You just do your whole day and then edit it, and then even if it's a minute, here's my day, here's my Saturday. You know. Oh, I thought about I, being in the grocery store because a lot of people, like I've taken a picture of my grocery cart, and people don't know as someone who eats plant-based or vegan, like what does your cart look like? How do you? And I'm just like exactly. This is, there you like, go. How do you read the ingredients, like you there know. You so, go. lady, yeah, lady like, tea's cart. Let's do mm -hmm. it. Yeah, and if you do go to such and such, read this. You know, so I do plan on starting to have. I just don't want. You know, I think the thing that makes me nervous is doing that in the middle of a grocery store. Right, like, it's uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable because. You know, people are going to just be staring at you. And and what is like, this chick doing? <laughs> be like, what is she talking about? Reading me. Yeah. Is she live right now on IG? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, shout out to my mom. Yeah, no. Yeah, you got to do it. Just go up to strangers. Hey, what's in your cart? Yeah, yeah. what's in your wallet? Yep. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So, yeah, no, I do plan on starting on doing stuff like that. So that way people have an idea. Somebody who, you know, is very, very sensitive. Um, you know, I don't know if you know, I'm a holistic nutritionist. Um, as someone who is very, very sensitive to certain ingredients, like how do you look out for things? Why do you put certain things back up on the shelf? And I'm right. like, because it has too many science words on it. It, so it sounds like we're writing the treatment for your video right now. Yeah, no, for real. No, I this was on accident. I promise you, this is not the time I'm trying to sit over here and promote. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it just goes along to what you're saying, you know. Right. Um, I need to start doing stuff like that. So I totally feel that. Got to embrace you. the uncomfortable. Yeah, you're welcome. Hey, hey that goes oh, for all of us. I don't. I'm sure certain people it's just natural and they've been doing it forever, and you know they don't care what who's looking or what people might be saying in the supermarket, but. You know, you either got to do it or you got to figure out another, you know, career path or passion. It's just it's part of it. It mm -hmm. is what it is. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize this is all uncomfortable. Right. Right. And you know all what? All the, all the all the comfortable stuff is it pays way less. Everything that's uncomfortable, mm. it comes with way more growth. You get it, you you're gonna get a you know be paid a little more handsomely than you would. The comfortable stuff is just a desk job. Hello, thank you for calling. Blah blah. Clock in, clock out. You're out of there. There's no there's no upward mobility. Mm -hmm. But the uncomfortable could lead to you know the possibilities are endless. You just need to keep trying stuff. Oh yeah, I keep getting challenged to do things that I'm not comfortable doing all the time. But you know, right. I grew up in a place called Skyway, and you know, I was raised to not chicken out just because it's a little bit uncomfortable. Right, <laughs> so right. Same when here. When I was approached about being on a radio, my, my in my mind, I was like, hell nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm totally comfortable doing my podcast so that way I can edit it or re-edit it and all that stuff. But being on right. live radio, uh-uh. But then I was like, I said I wanted to speak to the masses. I said I wanted to educate the masses. I said I want to put people, I want to bring people to the forefront 
right. you know, giving them a wider audience. And I'm going to say no to that. So here I am on radio and it started with becoming uncomfortable and taking constructive criticism mm-hmm. and not getting defensive. You know, right. uh, it's not like what we we're talking about earlier where people are telling you how to be an artist, but more along the lines of being like, hmm, have you thought about it this way? It's all you about know? how you word things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. May, hey, maybe try this. That's something mm-hmm. my, my, like my dad, for example, that's always his intro. Mm-hmm. He could say it in a different way, like, hey, get your act together and do this instead. But he'll say, you know what? Maybe try X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. That way, you know, that the, 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 I have twin nieces. So, you know, they're 16. He'll talk to them. Maybe do this. Or, you know, I have a younger sister. Hey, maybe try this. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, take this bit of information. Do with it what you want. Let it, you know, sit on it. Let it swirl around in your head for a little bit. And, you know, you might not listen to it until days later. But, hey, oh, that's right. My dad did say that. Or my uncle did kind of suggest this. But he did it in a cool way to where I was receptive to it. So, it's all how you say it, you know? It is. It's the it words is. you choose or, yeah, but or the words you, you don't choose. When people, yeah, you get the sense when people are actually trying to tell you what to do. Right, So, like, for right, an example, right. you know, people are, like, wanting to, like, the, the one thing I don't really try to avoid on this show is politics. Um, right. And religion. Um, right. Because it's just way too, it's just too, people don't Touchy. know how to have a discussion with respect, you know, that other people's views are like, everybody's views are different. If everybody thought the same thing, this, this would be a boring place to live. Right. Right. That'd be weird. Yeah. I like to try and avoid politics. You know, somebody actually came up and said, you should talk about politics. You should. And I'm just like, Hey, you know, that is a great idea. How about you have your own radio show and you can talk (laughs) all the politics you want to. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. Well, that's like, hey, you, you should artist. do. Yeah, like, hey man, idea. you should How do a song you like have this. Your own record deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but it's all about how you react, right? You, you you know, I'm not saying that back to them. I may share that with you or you know a friend of mine, but I'm not gonna say. Uh, you can't get emotional. You have to have thick thick skin. So it's like, uh, yeah, maybe like that that might work. But you, in your head, you're like, absolutely not. That's never gonna happen. That's just not me. You know, that's not on brand for me. <laughs> So you just have to take it, you know. I think it depends on the situation. That particular person who said you should have it. I'm just like, that is an awesome idea. That is a great idea. Thank you so much. How, I tell you what, how about you have your own radio show and you can speak right. all the politics you want to, sweetheart. Or you say, oh, that's cool. So your podcast is political. Nah, what's the name, he, of, what's the name of it? I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, it, I mean, but yeah. That's pretty much the things that we have to deal with as, you know, but this is all uncomfortable. And, you know, every single day I strive to be better. And I see that happening in you. I see you always striving to be the best. Definitely. Definitely. I'm all about growth. If you're not Mm -hmm. evolving and growing, you know, something's wrong. Don't be that guy in the sandwich line. that's never ordered a sandwich. Let's go. Let's (laughs) keep it moving. Let's get it together. Do you get jaded like me, though? I mean, like, I just get bored doing the same thing over and over. I mean, I, I tend to do different things and, and switch it up so I don't really get bored. But, I mean, everyone gets a little jaded, I think, personally. I just don't like to waste time. And, you know, regardless of what's going on, there's always a plan. That's just how I was raised, you know? Like, you mm-hmm. show up on time or early. Oh, we're going, like, for example, last night I went to the A's game. And, mm-hmm. 
you know, the tickets are purchased, the, you know, a blanket's ready to go, the wardrobe's ready, the gas, the, you know, the car is full of gas, just constantly almost militant to where you're so mm-hmm. prepared. It's just like, that's just what I come from. So I'm not really going to mesh well with someone that's always showing up late or forgot their wallet or they're missing a shoelace or they lost their keys or it's just that kind of gets to me. That's so, I don't know if that's not really jaded, but it's just be prepared. You know, if you're always be prepared Mm -hmm. for whatever may happen. So that kind of gets to me here and there, but you also have to understand that's not how everyone was raised. That's not how everyone lives their life. So Mm-hmm. Some people just fly by the seat of their pants and that's a lot of the fun stuff comes from that too. So I just try to stay open-minded and, and I worry about, I don't really worry about what other people are doing. You know, I worry mm-hmm. about what I'm doing and what I want to accomplish and where I want to go with things, who I want in or out of my life. So that's what it's all about, you know, in my opinion. Go Mariners, by the way. And so a person <laughs> like me, um, I'm in the middle I like to prepare, but I also like to go with flow at the same time. I'm smacked out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, but anyway, shout out your social media. Where should people follow you at? My Instagram is Nick dot severe. N I C K dot S E V E R E. My YouTube channel is the same. Just search Nick severe. My website is Nick severe.com. Everything is Nick severe. Mm hmm. So basically just Google and you'll probably see all that. Yeah. If you Google, all that will pop up. If you go to nicksevere.com, it has links to everything. It'll take you to the YouTube, mm. to the store, show you everything. So yeah, it's all, all Nick Severe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I thank you so much for coming on to today's show, Nick. I really do appreciate your time. Yeah, no problem. Likewise. I, I appreciate it. I, I had fun. You got to come on my show again. I will. Let me know. We can go for hours. Yeah, I know, right? I was just like, oh, okay, we can go all day long. But <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. think the viewers are going <laughs> to have that much time. It's a Saturday afternoon. They're like, they say, hey, give me, give me some clips of that. Do. But anyway, yeah, but if you like, guys missed any of today's show, yeah, I do. I do. I Yeah, that, we do. I do tend to, you know, have small clips. And then I post the whole entire thing on places like Anchor, YouTube, places like that. Right. Nice. I was just awesome. actually going to announce that. <laughs> if you missed any of today's show, visit my website, farmingnutritionist.com and click on the media and events tab where it'll show you all the options where you can listen to past shows. It'll also show any local upcoming events or any speaking engagements that I might have. So, I mean, I keep slacking on this, but a week from now, I will be having my monthly vegan cooking class. It'll be on May 7th at three o'clock. Sign up on my website, farmingnutritionist.com and click on the virtual cooking class tab. I told y'all I'll be busy, you know, busy is a good thing as long as you're working towards something, right, Nick? Absolutely. Amen to that. I just can't stand it when people are busy doing nothing like that. I'm like, like, what are you busy doing? Unless you're working like 60 hours a week, what are you doing? Yeah, I have a friend, I have a uh, fellow artist who has a line about that. He says, you ain't really busy. You just scrolling through your Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Busy doing what? How are you busy, you know? But anyway, so today is not the normal showtime. Normally, I'm on Sundays at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. 
just happened to have something happening tomorrow. So I didn't want to risk being late. So we decided to do the show today instead. But catch me back on live a week from tomorrow. Same time. It's Let Me Tell You with Lady T. Until next time. Bye, y'all. Friend us on your socials and let's connect.